0: Round two, Josh. Fight. Yo, what's up? I am Ron. This is Josh. Okay, we
1: got to do it again. We got to do it again. I'm sorry. I screwed it up. But, okay, just just to set the the scene here, my audio decided to... I have no clue. Never heard anything like that. But because of the screw-up and us having to do it again, we get gems like this (laughs) coming to the show for no reason, but I'm very excited about it. We've turned
0: it into a morning radio show with Josh and his soundboard, and... (laughs) i I, i'm here for it like just wait just wait i'm coming up i'm
1: coming up man just wait
0: (laughs) josh josh is gonna be the gassiest motherfucker in the world although
1: oh that was a little wet just wait i gotta flush it
0: when when we get to the actual like movie and we're doing it in like depth discussion this is not the type of movie you chuck farts in for josh but josh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Josh, I, I I know you're having one of those weeks. I've been having one of those weeks, so we're kind of like on the same page. Your week's probably been worse than mine. I mean, let me, your work has been worse than mine. But yes. we, get, we get to hang out and have like a good time and like rub each other's nipples. Like we go like over the internet. Like it's. Uh, imp- I, w- I was just honestly
1: thinking about it like, okay, um, I had a bad week. I had a really bad week. Bad news, no sleep, because I just felt like something bad was happening. Gonna, gonna come then it came and i was like oh fuck and then i was like swimming through the mud and i was like ah oh, i don't know what to do and then more mud came and then even worse news to be honest but then i'm like you know what what am i gonna do just be miserable all the time no i'm gonna come here right over here just like this with rod
0: <laughs> <laughs> and have a good fucking time because fuck what's am i gonna do Woo! oh uh, oh my god Josh, we are here, and uh, so this is the day we usually put this out. So it's going to be put out. I'm going to edit and put it out right after. Um, but here we are. We're like Scream comes out today. Like uh, people are going to see it tonight, um, and I'm going to see it tomorrow. You're going to see it tomorrow. Yay! There's very Dude. much hype because everything hype horn. hype hype. Everything we've both heard has been very very good. Right? Like all the reviews have been. Oh my god! Super. Into I, it. I'm
1: so happy that that is a thing that uh, is coming back right now. Like I, I'm still avoiding, you know. Like Chris Stuckman put out a review, and like his one picture review, the picture that he puts on the front of his like reviews on YouTube yeah. says something. And he was kind of like this, and I'm like, "Shut up, Chris! I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. don't be doing that face. Come on, dude." Well, oh, dude! I like,
0: I started uh, I started Jeremy John's video the other day and got like a minute a minute and a half in and he didn't really spoil anything but like i was like okay no that's too, that's like too, uh, much. That's I've heard, too much i've heard yeah. i've heard way more than i want and, and then you go get stop. out of here and then you go you kick him like a football you go hut, 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 hike and then you like punt him like a football 89 yards the, the best punter of all time josh so we're both very excited no you go and- <laughs> Those are like just kung fu, Mortal Kombat sounds. That's like Mortal Kombat One. Like that's Mario. <laughs> oh man. Um. So we're both. You know what? And we're gonna let you guys know. This is like a, the the earliest ever in the history of Murder Moose. We're telling you guys. We will be talking about Scream for the next episode, because we talk oh about. Oh my goodness. We talk about foreign. Yes. And indie stuff, but we also talk about like cool shit when it comes out that's big studio stuff, too. So we talk about whatever the fuck we want. We're mooses. We don't <laughs> give a fuck. No, we
1: talk about horror. And if yeah. something new and something we're anticipating more than anything else, come on. This is going to be a big thing. Of course, yeah. we're going to want to talk about it and be, you know, uh, fast with it. It's like, hey, uh, this just came out last week, but we're talking about it. Th- no, it, we're yeah. talking about it right when it comes out. Because that's what... It's going to be fresh in our brain holes.
0: Our brain holes. Like, Josh and I both have very smooth brains. So we got to keep it, like... Like, we're already in trouble. Because we're, like, three days out from watching this film. Josh and I did do another sit-down. And uh, uh, we watched it together while, like, harassing each other yet again. It's funny because we've both, like both these movies we've kind of like had themes where i keep calling saying everyone looks like they're on meth and then josh gives me shit about it and says rod you're ridiculous and i'm like well yeah um but
1: you fucking mether
0: i'm not doing meth i just like say that people look like they do meth that are around um yes josh
1: and all all i do is just
0: (laughs) you you just fart everywhere you fart i run up
1: but I gotta run up next to someone before you <laughs> fart, and then you run away again. Okay, bye. Oh wait, no, I'm running away. Oh, oh wait, oh wait. oh right.
0: <laughs> Oh, Josh. I have to say, I've had one of those and then weeks. You do the- <laughs> Josh, I have to say I I'm glad you're doing this tonight because like I I've had a better day today, but yesterday I fucking almost broke down. Like the audio was fucked up. I, I got in, I was getting to the point where the, the, going into year three of like the the pandemic was just kind of like getting to me. That's a little why bit. I went to bed
1: last yeah. night, man. Like I, I knew you probably wanted to get the show out on the same day. Yeah. I was attempting to, but then I got even worse news last night. And yeah. my decision was Bad. I didn't sleep the night before. Yeah. I'm fucking going to bed at six thirty at <laughs> night. Like, and that's what I did. I was like, it's six thirty. Yep. Fuck this day. I'm going to bed. But, like, well, Josh, and Josh, I slept.
0: Josh and had to I get up. Great today. That's, he he had to get up in the morning and go mall walking because he's an old man. And old men go. To I the... love
1: mall walking. <laughs> That's what I do, I, I, dude. I've worked from home for ten years. I'm here alone, and if I need a break from work, you know what I do? I go to the mall and not buy anything. I just do laps around the mall because it's still kind of sloppy and cold. I've been doing walks outside, but you know, during the winter time, yeah. we're in Canada. I just go and walk the big mall in Calgary, like yeah. whatever.
0: Yep. Let's go to the mall. I just go like today. this, man. <laughs> we're there, we're going to have the most farts ever in a podcast and it's because I told you, there's
1: going to be at least 87
0: Oh. Oh, that guy. Oh, uh, man,
1: he didn't Oh, it, what a, Oh, he
0: farted. <laughs> you guys could hear it, but like Josh's face is like a like a 5-year-old who figured out he like I've, how like fucking love parts who, who, who like found a whoopee cushion or something like that and it no, I is found- it, it just I don't even know <laughs> what the fuck are you doing over there but Josh's <laughs> Josh's look on his face just makes me happy um uh, so gosh. but this week man I uh I've been going through uh I finished up the 2018 God of War game on stream on on Tuesday holy shit that game was fantastic uh there's a new one coming out later this year but man i really 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 like that game um i've been playing i started up ratchet and clank uh rift apart tonight and that game's tons of fun also it's really really it looked
1: good good, though pretty yeah really good
0: it's gorgeous it's gorgeous um and you're then,
1: gorgeous.
0: You're, you're go- gorgeous. You're gorgeous, darling. You're gorgeous. You can. We're gonna go put you in those moving pictures. We're gonna go put you in those moving pictures. So, um, Ooh, those ears with no ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, so uh, Halloween Kills came out this week. Your favorite movie. Um, I'm gonna. I was gonna. Gotta go look for a copy of it because I do want to see an unrated version. I don't know what the difference is. Um, that's and... what
1: they just said they're going to do with Spider-Man, apparently, because it's made so much money. They're like, hey, wait a second. There's a, a, an extended cut. We're going to put that out. So go see that and make this movie. I didn't hear that. Destroy the book. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're doing that with um, Venom is coming back to theaters, too, because Morbius keeps getting pushed back. So they're like, hey, let's just put Venom uh, back. I mean, maybe that will do well.
0: They put it out they said they're moving it to April first, aka April Fool's Day. So like who the fuck yeah. really knows? Like it's not coming out. There's no fucking way. Um <laughs> No.
1: I don't I don't believe it's coming out either.
0: Both those movies it's are it's terrible. Just so but Jared I Leto like
1: can go in like velvet uh bell bottoms to red carpets and you know.
0: Dude, I have a weird it. I have a weird crush on Jared Leto and I've had it for a long time and I don't know. I think it goes back to his like thirty seconds to Mars days or something like that.
1: Is he still in that?
0: Yeah, I don't know if they do anything. I haven't heard a new 30 Seconds to Mars song in a long time, but like, I think the last album. It'd be like a
1: step backwards for him at this point, right?
0: I don't know. I think he's one of those people who needs like art, like artist, different artistic, like, you know, outlets. So it's. He just needs Oscars. (laughs) He's. I don't know if he's good. I mean, I guess he's been in like stuff like Dallas Buyers Club, right? That like really high. But like. I think he pissed a lot of people off in Hollywood with that the Joker in the suicide squad, even though I don't know how much of that was his fault, but yeah. Yeah. But he got
1: to like come back and have long hair and a fifty mil lens on him in, in the like extended cut of Justice League. So
0: I don't even know if he was there for that. I don't think he was. Like or maybe it was no, it was Cyborg wasn't there. Did you know that? Cyborg yeah. really wasn't there. They like CGA like he like he skyped his like part in, and then they put his face onto the onto the stunt double for Just that like end the scene. Mustache, eh? No, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah.
1: He was a mustache. That's it.
0: He was a mustache in a, a cyborg mustache, part man, part machine. Oh,
1: part. I gotta mustache. give a shout out. Like, if you're in Canada, my buddy Andrew Fung has a brand new show on CBC called Run the Burbs. That just started last week, and this week was uh, episode two. It's just a family comedy. Him and his uh, buddy, who like we all uh, actually got to know one another at the Calgary Underground Film Festival's like forty-eight hour film challenge thing. I, the year I met Andrew, me and my team ended up winning that year. And they got uh, audience choice winner that year as well, and that's the year he met uh, Evan Townsend, his buddy, who lives up in Edmonton. And uh, after Kim's Convenience was a thing, um, he he got like green lit to do pretty much whatever he wanted from CBC. They're like, "Have a show," and he's like, mm. "What? Awesome!" So then he he called Evan. He met all at the same time. Yeah. So it's the Calgary roots getting their own uh sitcoms on uh Canadian television so it's pretty cool man like
0: check it out I mean I don't know what that that channel you made up you just made up a channel us Americans don't get CBC those, uh, yeah we don't get those channels
1: yeah but you can watch it on uh I I have it um back or backed up and everything too right so you yeah. can watch it you can watch it but I'm just saying anyone CBC gem is an app I think oh. uh maybe you can get in America I have no clue
0: dude you know what? The, the, my the 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 shittiest part about Kim's convenience store is that show is about an Asian family running a convenience store, right? Yeah. So they cancel it. They, and then they do a spinoff with the only white character from the show, or something like that. And yep. is the 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 dumbest shit I've ever heard. I'm like, wow, guys, you, you go so much for all this progress, and then you do that shit. You're like, <laughs> well, yeah, but.
1: It's like uh, I haven't watched it, but my mom did, and she said, Oh, that kind of sucks because, like, we do like her as a character, yeah. But that is the headline, that is the headline. Yeah. But it's apparently, like, she is the only white character on the show. There's like you know, like, or you know, close to it, rather. But you know, that's still I, the, the headline that came out of that, and that's not the
0: greatest thing, you know. This is how I'm going to equate it, Josh. It's like your Michael Phelps. And you you like you finish first in the Olympics. You get number one. And then as you're finishing and you hit the, the finish line, you just diarrhea into the pool really bad. <laughs> it's like, man, you did this really great thing. And then you shit all over it. So, like, basically, I'm right. I'm yeah, exactly. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> Kim's convenience store, the people who made it, were Michael Phelps. And then they diarrheaed into the pool. And here we are. Here not
1: know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that.
0: I, but mean, I also, I just,
1: Peacemaker just started, so uh, that's what I'm going to be watching after we do this. I haven't watched. Start
0: Peacemaker. I haven't watched uh, Mandalorian for this week yet because.
1: There's a Mandalorian?
0: I'm uh, not Mandalorian uh, Boba, Boba Fett? Fett, yeah. Mandalorian Boba I Fett. Stri-
1: I haven't started it. Apparently, the third episode was no good. No that's, bueno. That's
0: what I heard. I haven't seen it yet. So, so. Um,
1: well, I don't know. I. I I got so behind on uh, the other one, the Mandalorian. I I got like a few episodes into season two, and that first episode that was directed by um, Taika Waititi
0: yeah. was hilarious.
1: Yeah. Like the the little like
0: with only banter
1: fin- between. N- well, no, the banter between the two uh, stormtroopers at the beginning and yeah. stuff was so. Exactly what every Star Wars fan wanted to see, and yeah. Taika Waititi understood that. And then he played one of the, the, the Stormtroopers, too, I think, Probably, right? Yeah. So
0: that man is just so fucking funny, dude. Like, he's one of my favorite directors, and like, oh, for and, sure. And like, The Hunt for the Wilder People is like one of those yeah. movies that is legitimately, I think, one of the best movies of the last 15, 20 years, and like, nobody's seen it because it's from New Zealand. Um, but with Sam Neill in it, like who obviously Psycho Gorman dressed up like from Jurassic Park. So we yep. had that. And uh, we talked about uh, uh, Event Horizon. Just bring and, it
1: back to Psycho Gorman. That's it. I mean, That's all you got to do. <laughs> Psycho
0: Gorman all day, every day. By the way, go check out my uh, my Dead in Santa Carla with those guys. We talked about Psycho Gorman and the Hunky Boys. <laughs> rewind (laughs) came out on monday oh man of this week so we're good uh shit man uh what else is there before we get dive into this this depressing ass movie um anything else i feel like
1: we've already done this episode and we have already talked about it we
0: have already done this episode and we've already talked about it
1: no i'm just saying uh uh it's gonna be hard for us to stretch it past the normal length It's probably going to be a shorter episode because yeah. we've already talked about it. And, uh, I don't know. Like it, it was, it was still, it's still something, yeah. but like it, it's, this is always hard to do, like to do it again. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. It's Josh, it, Josh it, it, gets, it is what it is.
0: Josh does it once. And then he's done for a while. And that means like after, Everything. like after he, he has his commies He just gets sleepy, and then he can't talk about it again. And so here we are. And so here we are.
1: And then I just...
0: (sighs) (laughs) Okay, Josh. Uh, We were talking about... It has the date of fucking 2020. Like, a lot of movies that came out in 2020. And then really didn't get released until Uh, 2021. Including Psycho Gorman was like that, I think, right? Uh, But it is... That's just everything,
1: man. Yeah. Like
0: it's my heart can't beat unless you tell it to um we're going to do two things we're going to do a spoiler free part and then we're going to do a uh we're going to go into it um and so if you haven't seen this uh we'll listen to the spoiler free part and then we'll see what we think about it and if you agree go or it sounds interesting uh go watch it so this is
1: one of those ones as well um like i w- i said the last time um it it has that like polarizing opposite sides of the like spectrum yeah. when it comes to the tomato meter it's like uh, in the 90s for uh the real reviewers the Critics, people that yeah. sit down and review and criticize all the time they loved it it's an indie film it's got the um all the depressingness that a critic would love yeah. to uh soak their feet in And then the audience score is somewhere in the 60s or high 50s. And, um, yeah, it made me really curious to see what we were kind of in store for. If it was going to, like, stand... Because, to be honest, when it comes to more uh, drab or dreary or depressing style movies, I tend to uh, side with the critics more because... It usually means that there's something being done on a high level that the normal, like Hollywood, movie blockbuster popcorn yeah. eating audience, they're they're used to the same thing. They don't want change. They yeah. don't necessarily want uh, something different. They want the Hollywood cliches. They want another Marvel
0: movie. They want a. They want yes, a, yeah. that's
1: what they know. That's they're there for an escape. And if a movie makes them feel like shit and their life already is shit, it's yeah. like fuck you movie. Yeah. Get out of here. But, you know, w- with that being said, yeah. You and I had bad weeks. Yeah. And uh I got bad news during this movie. Yeah. Yet I still liked this movie.
0: Dude, it's uh like th- f- of movies we've watched on this podcast. It reminds me, it's got that same kind of thing w- as the stylist. It's got that like the critics were at like ninety percent and the, the the audience was at like thirty percent for that movie. So that was even more dramatic. But yeah, uh this is like like ninety six I mean, so it means the audience liked it, but they didn't love it like the critics. Um it's very it man what did I compare to? And now we don't want to say... We don't want to talk about the brother and his problem on, on this part of it, Josh, because we want people going in to talk about it. I think at the very end of it, the last time you, you mentioned his issue, so we don't want to talk about that this time. Well, it's I don't know, because,
1: like, isn't that something that is kind of put out in the trailer?
0: I mean, if it's in the trailer, it kind of gives a hint, but, like, it okay. not ever... So let's not talk know. about... I kind of... I mean, I thought that's what we went in knowing. I guessed from that trailer, but like it kind of shows. But I don't know. Maybe people are going to watch it without watching the trailer, Josh. Who okay,
1: knows? well, I'll just get into the fucking. Okay, but synopsis.
0: Yeah, read the synopsis.
1: This is a drama horror. Uh, two mysterious siblings find themselves at odds over care for their frail and sickly younger brother. In corduroy Pants. In- I have to say that, well, I, I add the Corduroy Pants because this movie's aesthetic and the lens that it's shot through and the aspect ratio, to be yeah. honest, it's the Wes Anderson classic. It's four by three. It's a uh, super indie feeling. And I felt like, and I said this a few times when we were watching this, this movie is Corduroy Pants.
0: Yeah, it's it does a lot of things, including using music very sparingly But when it does, it it uses it very, very well. Um, And we talked about it before. This guy, this movie was directed by a guy named Jonathan Quartas. Quartas. Um, And this is his first full movie. He's done uh, five shorts before this or four shorts before this. But this is his first full-length movie. Uh, This pulls in at exactly 90 minutes, according to IMDb. And uh, it's an. Impress- I think that's another reason.
1: That's just the thing, though. Like that yeah. is our sweet spot. Yeah. Of I think it's just because you and I we have extreme, and when I say extreme, I mean fucking extreme ADHD.
0: Yeah. Oh, is and- <laughs> what
1: was that? What? ADHD, but I. But we're also huge movie lovers. Yeah. So I think that ninety-minute mark is our sweet spot for like being completely entertained regardless of what we're watching. Because after that it's like, Oh fuck what's over there? Like, uh, there's like, yeah, that's ADHD right there.
0: Josh is. Yeah. The first time we recorded this, like Josh kept getting distracted by scream. He kept like, but scream comes out. I'm like, but Josh, we're not talking about scream, but scream comes out but, but well, we're, not we're going, going to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I cannot wait,
1: by the way. No. But,
0: and there's, there was that.
1: Uh, I, I I came to a conclusion that the guy in this movie is going to be in another movie, Kevin Bacon uh, style with one of the actresses from scream. Yeah. And I just pulled it all together, but you know, it doesn't even matter. Dude, and she's going to be in that new Foo Fighters movie too. The six, six, six or yeah, studio six, six, six.
0: Yeah. Dude, oh, dude. By the way, you, you reminded me now the. The Ty West new movies trailers came out this week. Uh, uh, where with he's got an A twenty four film coming out. Oh and what? It, and the trailer came out, and it looks very like it looks like if Texas Ma- Chainsaw Massacre came out, but like the the people running around in the van were going to shoot a porno, and there's no Leatherface. Is kind of the vibe I got from the trailer, but it's called X, I think is the name of it. So that's yeah. the one I'm
1: talking about. That's the movie I'm talking about. That's Ty
0: West. With this, Yeah, and then this guy's in it. Oh, is he?
1: Yes, That. that's where, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Patrick Fugit is in X, the movie I was talking about.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> wow, wow. My favorite, uh, you talked about it, for, like this doesn't spoil anything. There's a scene in this movie where he, uh, his character is called named Dwight and his sister is Jessie. She gives him this shirt because- oh, Wait,
1: no, not Patrick, the other guy, sorry.
0: Oh, uh, uh Owen, Tom, Campbell. Tom, Owen Campbell, Owen yeah, Campbell. Yeah. The, the, the brother, the, the sick brother. Um, yes. Yeah. When Jesse gives, uh, uh, Patrick that, uh, shirt and he has to put it on and it's like, he's putting it on top of another shirt, which is ridiculous enough. And then what's even funnier about that scene is you kind of feel like it's Christmas time. You figure out later on in the movie that it's like actually April. And so yeah. this whole family is just fucking whacked out. Um, dude, this, this movie, the more, yeah, but I've, that, the the
1: the, like asmr essentially like there it was so loud in the mix it was like
0: (laughs) what are we just playing the quiet game now that was like fucking 10 (laughs) seconds of quiet which is a first for this fucking shit show no
1: no no no. there is a breathing sound that you will hear on my end okay and then the fart but it was like dude i putting on the shirt and it was just like what the hell that is so loud in the mix it was like what oh shoot there's someone running up again (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> this this movie though to like it i thought about it after we recorded the day it reminds me a lot of antlers actually that we just talked about too um because this movie is very like and fucking uh the Nighthouse. It it's like using these it's they're all three small indie films and they all like are u- using like m- like horror to like address like social issues right like uh, or like and this movie is like not as apparent with like i can't really go into the issues that we're really talking about yet but it's talking about social issues kind of like antlers was talking about child abuse and like the Nighthouse was talking about like depression and alcoholism and all these things right um this movie addresses its own social issues which is why horror is so cool man like again we're talking about it all the time but like when you can like go and take something like depression or like child abuse and you go and turn it into a monster, like it, it. There are people that aren't gonna go watch like the the movie Room with Brie Larson, where like she gets abducted and raped and has a child and all that shit. That shit's heavy, but you could go do Antlers and it's like, oh, it's it's not heavy because it's just his dad as a. Is a Wendigo monster, and this movie has things kind of like that in the the like you know, in it. Um, uh, this it's not a happy movie, right, Josh? This is a very very kind of like down movie, and uh, I I I I told you, yeah, I told you it it,
1: it's tense (sighs) though. Like it it uses uh the violence in it sparingly. Yeah, it actually uses. I I think I said this the the last time. Uh, Everything it does sparingly works out so well for the tone and just the movie in general. Like, yes, it's an indie. Yes, it probably had a really micro budget. We don't know. We didn't look into it. But, like, you don't feel it. It doesn't feel like it's restricted by that type of thing. You know, like, I I like to bring up, um, what's that Nicolas Cage movie with the puppets and stuff? Like, Uh, yeah so like I felt it's limitations in that movie I felt like you know oh we can't go out that back door because that's budget we don't have we can't you know we're stuck here whereas like movies like this you accept uh, well that they're obviously stuck for for reasons that we'll get into but um, it doesn't come across as we as an audience are also stuck because of limitations yeah. with budget and stuff like they they tell and uh give amazing character development especially with the sister character yeah. just to show how evil and how stuck the brother is and his conflict with it the yeah. entire time and it's it it's done so well but also so um i don't know like subtly
0: yeah i mean dude when this movie hits the th- the third act It like for like not going anywhere and like kind of being like very contained, like you were saying it hits and there's a scene like the really kicking off that third act where it's just like you are clenching your ass cheeks as hard as you can because like, oh shit. And it's like you're saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit for like a good couple of minutes there it's super tense man and but
1: that's like the first time the score comes up and like shows its face and like really adds so much to that scene yeah and like the buildup of and just always facial expressions if done right in horrific situations are 10 times better than showing what is actually going on yeah like i've i've learned that over time yeah Uh, every every horrific event it's always the eyes telling the story yeah. and his eyes and his horror yeah. for one of the reveals in in the middle of the movie is yeah. so well done yeah. that you feel it and it, well, dude, it crawls up your neck
0: it's amazing how much like the the real main character in this movie is patrick fugit plays dwight yeah and like he does this thing. And where,
1: the kid from Almost Famous. Come on, you have yeah, to see Almost Famous. I
0: will. I'll see Almost Famous. I promise. Um It's funny, man, because it's this guy plays this walking zombie for so much of this movie because he, the the just because his life is like that, and but like when he needs to, man, he fucking dials up horror or pain or just like. Yes. Just whatever. And it's just so good. He ends up breaking down crying at one point. And you're just like, fuck, you feel it. Because it's just like, as you're watching it, you're like, is this guy not a good actor? And then you go, no, that's not it. It's just, he's playing this like, it's like someone who's sleep deprived. And like, it doesn't like, just is walking through life doing shit he doesn't want to for his family. And you go, and he's just like, he's in like hell he's like in hell the entire time and his sister played by ingrid sophie schram plays jesse she's she like killed
1: it too by the way like, oh yeah she killed it
0: she's dude she's the one who like you see like like you know in real life people who will do anything for their families right and that's this woman and it you'll see people doing like like, you know, when someone robs, a, like robs a store or robs someone or does something really hardcore for, for their family. And like, that's the reason I do, it. you go, fuck, you feel it. And it's like, it, you kind of have this like mirror, right. And, uh, Dwight and Jesse are that mirror and like, one's kind of like, like, okay, this is what I have to do. And, and doesn't care because that's what she has to do. And Dwight's like, i have to do this but i i am this is the fucking why am i in this hell this is my like purgatory why am i the one punished to like be doing all this stuff i do i just wants to fucking like get laid and 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 sing karaoke man that's all he wants to do he wants to get laid plays guitar sing karaoke um and i think that we talked about it in this the first thing uh uh Thomas is the one you were talking about who played by Owen Campbell. It was the kid in Almost Famous, right? Um, was Thomas the one in Almost Famous or is it Patrick Fugit? No, no, no. The other Patrick Fugit's Fugit. The yeah, one in the one Almost in Famous. Famous. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, Owen is the one that's going to be an ex. Okay. He's Thomas. He's a sickly brother. And, he doesn't have as much in this movie but he does he does a really good job with what he's given. Like he's the third wheel like in not and I don't mean that in a bad way. The two the brother and sister are the main focus of the story. But he does a very good job with well they're taking care of him. Yeah.
1: So he is the reason for yeah. everything, right? Yeah. So without him there is no movie, there is no reason for horrific events. There yeah. is no uh there is there's nothing right. Yeah. So, and he plays sickly yeah. so well. Like, Dude, that,
0: yeah. And, but he does that and he does like, he does just little things where you're just like, you feel so bad for him. Like the blanket scene. Yeah. Where he's like under the blanket and he just like in the fucking, like the bowl drop scene and both of them like, and it's, yeah. he does this thing where he's a very, if, I, I'm trying to remember Was there
1: uh, like, what was the score like in that? And those, uh, pockets real like, minimal i think. Ball-
0: it's yeah, very minimal like,
1: it was kind of like
0: <laughs> god damn it josh god damn it <laughs> um but man it's it's one of these movies though like i think of i think of things like i think of things like the mist uh, things like that kind of like where the ending you feel kind of like yucky because it's just like nothing's gone well and everything's gone terribly for these characters i
1: love the mist so I do, much I do.
0: I, it's so because i'm
1: the only one in a, in a if if you see that in a packed theater everyone in the theater except me is gonna hate it and i'm like
0: Oh, that's so ridiculous! I love yeah. it,
1: like, cause it's so not what you're thinking is gonna yeah. happen, and it's so not Dude, fun. This is happy
0: or <laughs> when the ending. Of that that's movie, what I'm saying. The that, Hollywood yeah.
1: popcorn. They want yeah. the happy ending. They want the Hollywood, right?
0: Dude, the ending of that movie is just like this. Was me the first time I was like, like my jaw was just down. Like, I the two times I could think of my jaw being down like that in a the theater, Hereditary when the, yes. the, the the oh my god yes the, the pole scene and then uh that oh movie, my god yeah you're just like then i didn't see i didn't see uh fucking uh midsummer in the theater but dude that I that did. that opening scene i was like ben <sighs> and i
1: went and we were just laughing i don't know <laughs> at the end of midsummer i was like
0: dude i still oh. think what god damn it josh one of my favorite things ever my friend uh my 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 british friend elena she's norwegian but she lives in uh uh, england now with her fiance and uh she uh she was streaming one day and i started talking about it with someone in her chat and she's like what are you talking about and i was like okay you have you have to watch this you can't show it on screen but you have to watch this and we just want to see your reaction and her reaction to the cliff scene was some of my funniest, favorite shit ever. Just because you're like watching, so- it's like, it was like, people go. It was oh,
1: showing ke- the like heads getting smashed and stuff.
0: Yeah, the, that whole scene. Yeah, and oh, she's okay. like, I'm "Gonna take the hammer." What? Ah! And she says, like, ah! it it's, "It's." I like- saw
1: it in like AVX, so like bigger screen than yeah. normal theater screens, yeah. and it was so zoomed up on like the extreme gore in that movie. I was like. This is, it's so over the top, yeah. but it was supposed to be yeah. like that. That movie supposed to be a comedy.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a movie that you don't like any of the main characters, which is funny because like, as what do you call her, uh, gets like out there in like e- Florence Pugh, everything that woman does is Yeah. you ever watch videos about her? Like she seems like the goofiest motherfucker in the world. And I love her. She's oh, totally. Just, she's yeah. like a cool, she seems like she's a cool ass motherfucker. Um I yeah. feel like
1: if I met her, she'd probably be like
0: oh. God damn it, Josh. No more farts, Josh. No more farts. God damn it. Are you kidding? Uh, I have a fart button. I'm gonna use it. Yeah. I- <laughs> rewind. Uh so I think I I think that's enough like for- I told I told him <laughs> I told her. <him. laughs> Uh this is the,
1: this is the new show, Rod. You're gonna love it. And he's like, oh man.
0: So many farts. Game over again. Uh okay. Um but yeah, so like okay, this is what we're gonna say. If you're yeah. into like or I'm gonna say, and you could agree or disagree, if you're into real, 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 like dark horror that is it's family drama and it's violence but it's like very indie you would you're gonna enjoy this movie it's a very very well you should enjoy it. it's 100%. very it's so well made it's not perfect right like there are scenes and the, the you're like i don't know how that it, i don't know if they're filler but like like maybe i need to watch again to see like how some of the scenes they connect right um but man it's just no. What you said,
1: you will never watch this movie again. It's one of those type of movies. Yeah. It's like Midsommar, I don't want to watch that again. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just. I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah. I did watch Hereditary again, and I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Yeah. Because you know yeah. that fucking scene is coming, and yeah. you can. You're. You've already been there, so it's yeah. more like you're. You're in awe of well, just that... like. Again, they they do show it but then they go all about the reaction the face the, yep. the it, it's all about that kid in his room and they leave it on him until the mom reacts like it is such a that is like high level what i was just saying it's about the face it's about the reaction and they wait yep. until another reaction and let you s- just sit in it in the yeah. gross feeling forever yep. it's um it's it's crazy yeah. but like this movie is kind of like on a lower tier than that, obviously, because it's nowhere near as shocking or yeah. anything like that. But it's still it's uncomfortable enough that you probably don't want to watch it more than once.
0: It I feel like I don't know. I don't know if everyone but I saw so many people talking about it, this movie throughout the year, and I don't I, I don't know if people are actually putting it on 2021 best of lists because I don't know because of the twenty twenty date, but I, I think if it was like kind of wide released in twenty twenty one, it's worth it. Um, it was it's it's a really really well done movie that does some interesting things with tropes we're used to in in horror, and uh, uh, I'm excited. It goes
1: against all the tropes that yeah uh, you're used to in this subgenre yep. of horror. Yeah, Jonathan. And now we're gonna. Tell you what it is. Yeah,
0: Jonathan Cortez did a really good job and I'm um I'm 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 excited to see where he goes with this. So yes, go watch it. It's uh, a really well done movie. So we're gonna go spoil this now. So if you haven't seen it and you care, go watch that and come is back.
1: Your warning. Yep. Thunder has struck. This is
0: Yep. It's this...
1: the death bell. This is spoiler alert time, like
0: dong 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 um did you've heard the bell
1: you can't say we didn't warn you yep okay so, so we're, we're diving directly into spoilers yeah i got to say right off the bat uh interesting take on a potential i don't know like i said at the end of our uh review before i fucked up all the audio um i can't consider this uh a vampire movie But at the same time, it kind of is because he needs to drink the blood. He needs the blood. He's
0: he's the least monstrous. I mean, if we're being real, Jesse is the monster of this movie. And so is Dwight is forced to do monstrous things. Um, But But at the
1: same time, like, because if the reason I don't know, like, you know, it's interesting take because the tropes of of a vampire are they're strong. They're gorgeous. Yep. They're they. You know they need blood. He he follows some, but not all. It feels yeah. more like he's infected by it, but it didn't like fully it, take.
0: It seems like they really took what the 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 real world version of vampirism is, like where you're like sensitive sun and like you have iron deficiencies, yeah. and they they kind of just cranked that up a little bit. They just cranked up like instead of like a regular like. That person like hurting their eyes or whatever. This motherfucker, like it's like more like a traditional vampire where the sunlight burns the shit out of him, and that he has to drink blood. It's kinda, I love yeah.
1: that. Like the, yeah. the scene where uh, he, it's in the trailer. He opens the door and uh, throws the paper airplane out, and then gets like qu- quickly brought back in under a blanket. Yeah, it destroys his fucking arm. Like yep. destroys it. It's yeah. It, he, it's kind of like. bubbly skin
0: yeah so his whole thing is like this he's very childlike even though he seems like in his 20s ish and he just wants friends he wants people to hang out with he wants to be able to you know be a kid um maybe he's a teenager i don't know Um, so
1: they've been doing this for a long time like this is all he knows
0: it's like that contextual thing right like you don't know like I start the, the, the clues of how long they've been doing this are this is my the thing that I took as a clue. They he goes like uh to the thrift store, uh Dwight does, and he's like, I brought 20 shirts in or something like that. And you start going, were there 20 shirts of people that he had yeah. killed for his to feed his brothers? Because this movie opens up on him picking up a uh A homeless guy and he tells him he's taking him to a homeless shelter and when he gets to out of the car he bashes his head in with a baseball bat so (laughs) dude what made me laugh about this and that's one of those things these idiots are so dwight he doesn't want to do it which doesn't help the situation but like they do every, every every crime they commit is just like so poorly done by dwight like Jesse's a little better at it, and Jesse's an evil cunt, but that we'll get to that in a little bit. And, uh, like every single time, like Dwight's the the smoothest one he does was this one at the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, where the guy gets out of his car and he smashes him in the head with a baseball bat. Smoothest thing he does because every other attempted murder is just like fucked up. It's clunky. Yeah. It's so,
1: they're, they're, they're sloppy. Uh They're not pros, and it shows, uh, a a very human side to both characters and yeah. and what they're not capable of doing uh-huh. and you know the fact that they they're not living in poverty but they're not well off and um you know like they have a nice house but it's not yeah you know, they are they do have to shop at the thrift store for one another it- and then they get the like really long weird sounded scene <laughs> and <laughs>
0: It seems like they their parents died and they just gave them their house is what it seems like. Because you get yeah. no context with at all of that. Um, or maybe he ate the parents. <laughs> maybe. Because that's one of those things that makes this super – like it's really interesting to sit here and talk about. The, the vampirism, like Josh said, is not the typical one. And they, we have no context to how we got it. They just call him sick. They don't even, They don't call him a vampire. It's just like he can't go out in the sunlight and he has to drink blood. What else would you call that um yeah so you don't know how he got whatever if he was like he just came down with this disease or what um or whatever but like because he doesn't have like fangs or anything like that right he's got a uh uh, corduroy
1: pants yeah when Jesse
0: when jesse dies at the end he uh he's like just chomping into her neck with his regular you know teeth um right uh Man, so it the, the I think the biggest tragedy of this whole film is just Dwight. Like Dwight is Dwight's a pretty simple dude. I like in our first recording, I kind of I kind of compared him to Forrest Gump, but like instead of all these amazing things happening to him while he's you know going around, it's all the it's like it's like like alternative Forrest Gump. Like he's like <laughs> it's like upside down Forrest Gump. Like all this terrible shit happens to him instead of all these amazing things. And he's just like, has to go along with it. Um He doesn't like, I don't think they ever show him having a job, right? Like Jesse has a job. She's a waitress and fucking hates it. Right? Like she, <laughs> you get a couple scenes where like these, this lady is being a cunt to her and she's just like, I could. She's not having it. She's like, I could. I'm gonna feed you to my. F-. She think. She tries to feed. She wants to feed that bitch to her brother. But then the cop car comes up and speeds past her, and she freaks out and like chickens out. Right? Um, yeah. She's
1: like, <laughs> gosh,
0: oh. God damn it, Josh. And uh, <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> God damn, uh, oh my god, um. And <laughs> it's – so you start off like they're they're killing people for like to, to give the to the brother blood. We, uh, we were laughing the first time because they have the most ghetto bucket you will ever see. It says this is an old shitty metal bucket that doesn't fit in the refrigerator. So they basically fucking drain people out and put the blood in the bucket. Give them a couple bowls. Just leave it on the counter. Yeah, and then leave it on the counter and the blood goes bad. It's just like what y- – I would dude, I would I would get every fucking blood like I don't even remember what movie was it. I think we watched a vampire movie. Oh, it was Thirst, wasn't it? Where they like they had a guy hanging in the uh in the right, like shower yeah. and they like cut off the feet to drain all the blood out. Yeah. That's what I would be doing. Like so you're like and then it would all go in the fridge and you like you like you're just trying to make sure you have every ounce because you don't want to – they're killing – like, they're giving the impression they're killing motherfuckers every, like, three days or something like that to, to yeah. fucking feed this kid. Um, And so, yeah, so Thomas is the one who has basically murders these people. He, like, picks up homeless guys. Like, we talked about the first one. The second one is where the shit starts going bad because he picks up this, like, uh, Hispanic man uh, and who doesn't speak any English. So I don't know how he convinced him to get in his fucking car. And then fucking Dwight's trying to stab him in the fucking car. Or no, he was choking him. And yeah, he
1: choked him. And he's then, like, oh, just wait one second. I got to go to uh, the back. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, in the back of his truck, like,
0: nothing. Yeah. Uh, like, looking
1: he's, like such a. Uh, he's having a yeah. panic
0: attack because he doesn't want to do it. That's the thing with, that is so like relatable with Dwight is he doesn't want to do any of this, but he's yeah. kind of being forced by his sister, right? Because when he doesn't listen to his sister, bad things happen. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, And then the fucking the Mexican guy pulls out a, opens the glove box and stabs Dwight in the fucking like thigh with this giant screwdriver. Oh yeah. And then you don't know what happens. Like he Dwight chases him down and you don't know what happens. Um, And then the next you're seeing Dwight walk back into the house with the fucking he's just got a fucking giant screwdriver sticking out of his leg and that scene
1: where they show him taking it out of his leg was really well done though like yeah he he made it look painful dude that shit would hurt
0: so bad because you ever you ever hear about getting stabbed it like hurts as bad going out as it does in right oh yeah and uh my favorite part with that is that the the sister goes jesse goes Where's the food? Where's the blood? Where's the person you're supposed to kill? And then goes, what happened to your leg? She's more concerned about the blood than she is. um, And she's like, fuck, I'll just do it myself. God. And this is – so, like, earlier in the movie, Dwight had – you figure out he likes to go see this prostitute. And, uh, like – he had talked to like, he, I think he banged her a couple times, like, like earlier in the movie. And then he goes back and you kind of get a full scene with them. And like, he's talking with her about leaving their shitty little town. And basically they're talking about going to Florida and Dwight wants to ask this, this, this hooker to go with her with him. Um, but I, I'm, I was convinced that she was just being nice cause he, she was a hooker and that was her job to be nice to him.
1: Um, I feel like they had a little bit more than that. I, I, I felt maybe, but I, at the same time, I don't yeah. know. She well, could have just been like,
0: because she was like, you got to go, you know, kind of stuff. That's where you have to start yeah. going. Eh. Is there a pimp involved or is she just being nice? You don't really know. She loved um, ice. Yeah, she loved ice. And so when when uh, Jesse's, Jesse had followed him there that second time, he was with the hooker. And when uh, Dwight didn't bring home the blood, Jesse said, "Okay, and I'll you, go get the blood." Next victim, yeah, she you know. went and killed fucking Dwight's hooker, and and you know how she did
1: it? She went. Uh, sorry, I really gotta go. Can I use your bathroom? She goes. I got. I got. Uh, I wouldn't ask unless it was an emergency. So she's like, "Okay,
0: come on in." <laughs> she she said she had Taco Bell for lunch and she really had to shit, and this is where this is one of the best scenes in this entire film, where. So, while all this shit was happening, we're <laughs> sitting here, God, you're losing it, Josh, and I, I can't farts are the best, The farts are the best, uh, so this is where we get while she's out uh Thomas had thrown the airplane, and it, at this kid and That's
1: such a well shot
0: yeah shot
1: though like yeah. that just that one shot shot down from the level uh the eye level of the kids walking past and it just it's so ominous like that you know just blanket covering and door slamming it was like whoa what the frick?
0: that and yeah it's very well done you don't see much besides that blanket right in the arm um yeah and this kid comes back to and like i said earlier thomas just wants a friend he wants someone to hang out with um And this scene is where it gets super fucking tense because we're sitting here and it's just Thomas and the friend and they're kind of bullshitting. And Thomas is like, you want to play a game? And earlier in the movie, you'd seen a game that uh, Jesse and Thomas play together where I don't know. I think it's one of them. This, the family's very, very musical. They're like playing guitar. They're playing piano. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, Thomas plays a song and and the friend has to guess what year it was written and this guy's like what kind of fucking game is this like he's just like really weird and you go it it's just heartbreaking because like Thomas doesn't know how to interact with him like he has no fucking clue he just seems like it's been a long time since he's been around anyone um and it leads to he he takes but
1: that's the like the 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 little boy one you know wandering and the whimsical and. his like innocence yeah even though he has to you feel for that character more than anyone any other character in the movie and he's the one that's the one drinking the blood of these innocent people's deaths and stuff so like he's the the bl end all of this horror but you still feel for him because uh, you i i don't there is no explanation and i think that again works for the movie because if there was you could have gripes but because you don't know how he was infected Why they're in this uh, particular, like, clusterfuck. It's just what they have to do. And this is all he knows is a little, like, vampire kid.
0: Yeah, well, I'm thinking, too, that he didn't know how they were getting blood. Because, like, he doesn't see anything until the whole, like, the fucking, uh, the, uh, the Mexican guy attacks him, right? He doesn't, like, he sees that and then it's just like... Ah, like he, he, because you don't know. I mean, maybe he didn't know, but you really kind of get the feeling that he's too innocent to know. Um. Yeah. So, like, what happened? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get the order here. We did the Mexican guy attack him after the. Yes, like right. It was uh, when the was it when the guy was in the closet? I'm, I'm trying to think of everything that was like, all that happened i don't know um but yeah so the the mexican guy from earlier he had basically taken him home and put him in his shed and you don't know that till later on and like he was trying to keep this guy in there and still one of my favorite scenes in the movie where like the guy gets out of his like tape that he had ta- that dwight had taped him in and he comes in and like tries to murder the motherfucker. He's like, this, I would have ran away, but this motherfucker's, he said, fuck, he, he's pissed. Yeah, he's pissed. He, he, he decides to kill this motherfucker. And he, uh, like this, Jesse comes home and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who is this? And that, yeah, this is like, this is like right before the, uh, the, uh, uh, he, he figures out that she had killed the, the hooker. Right. and, Dwight ends up killing this uh, stabbing this guy in the neck and killing him. And uh, then fucking Jesse brings the hooker in in the wheelchair. She stole the wheelchair, too. Right. Because like she borrowed the yep. wheelchair from the hotel whatever. whatever. Um, and at this point, fucking Dwight breaks down. And this is where he goes and sings karaoke and sings. My heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Um and this, the then after this, the brother scene, the the brother and the friend happens, and the he the kid comes in the house, and plays the game, and then Thomas goes, "Hey, you want some blood?" But he doesn't say polite. He's like, he tries to give him a cup of blood, and the the kid's like, "What? What's that?" And this is where Dwight comes back in and threatens Thomas, not Thomas, but Thomas's friend. Doesn't get him out of the house for some reason. It puts him in the fucking closet because Jesse comes home and Jesse, Jesse does not fuck around. Jesse's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stab you, and uh, nothing I'm gonna do about it." Um. And so Jesse hears the Jesse hears noise in the closet. Opens up the closet, and when Dwight and the friend had been fighting, the friend had taken a knife. So she opens the closet and this this kid stabs her right in the stomach. And Jess, Dwight, this is how fucked up Jesse is, too. Dwight's trying to help her. And then fucked up in itself, what she'll she puts family above herself, right? She puts her brother before herself. She she's like, Dwight wants to help her. And she's like, no, go get him, you idiot. And Thomas uh Dwight goes in to track him down and fucking almost hits this kid with his truck this fucker is like just driving around in panics so hard on his bike that he like flops like he just like self wipes out on a bike pretty fucking bad right um wipes out on his bike yeah and he then... was like god damn it josh <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what's happened. now we cut back we, after the after the kid wipes out, we cut back and you see Jesse in a bathtub of water, bleeding out. And I'm like, "What?" You and I both don't understand why she did this for so many reasons. One, I don't think it's good for you bleeding to be like sitting in water like that.
1: And well, she, she wanted to go completely, obviously, but yeah. at the same time, we're like, "Why are you watering down his meal?" Yeah, like he doesn't want water blood. He wants blood blood.
0: Yeah, and uh this is where like Thomas really some of his best stuff in this movie where he's sitting there and he's just like, he's breaking down cause he loves his sister. Um, and she just ends up dying. Um, and then we cut back to, to Dwight in his truck and he's now sitting in the truck with this kid. Didn't kill him. And Dwight's like, yeah, if you see me again, you're going to fucking die. But you're like, well, you should have killed him anyways there, Dwight. Um, and then Dwight goes back home, just lets this kid go back to his, his family. And when he gets home, Jesse has died. Thomas is in the bathtub with Jesse, just like chewing on her neck, like uh like like a vampire. As we said, no 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 calling a vampire, but here we are. And he's like, Jesse freaks the fuck out, right? He's like, get off of her. And like, he then he just breaks down, right? Like he's sad and, and he's like, but he's also free at this point. Jesse was the one holding him here. Jesse was the one like making him do all these things. I mean, it was for Thomas, but like he, Thomas can't make him do anything. He's like a child, right? Like a child yeah. is very, very much like the vampire from interview with the vampire, the little girl, but like not as like, not even that mentally advanced. It seems like, um, which is strange because it, it, it begs
1: the question again, like what is this a vampire thing? Is it uh something he was potentially born with?
0: Yeah. Or
1: is it like some sort of defect? Because was, he yeah. he seemed like he didn't evolve or was kind of like, like a six challenged in, in yeah. yeah, like challenged in some ways as yeah. well as having this uh you know, need for blood in order to stay alive. So I, I wonder if it had Something to do, or uh, he just got sick, but he was also already in a position where he needed to be taken care of, and then this happened, type thing. So they were already like having to take care of him because of his uh challenges, and then yeah, this was just uh, put on top. It could have been, dude, uh, if this questions are good with smaller movies like this,
0: dude, if this was a drama, he would have had cancer, you would have had like something else like that would have like that was killing him and that these people needed money to pay for treatment right but because right. it's a horror movie they like use vampirism as like a, a a way to kind of tell this story and that's and, what he
1: was saying earlier with the the same way that uh the the night house used depression yeah in a ghost setting and uh what was the other one that we just watched um, uh
0: antlers child abuse and oh, right and the way to go right yes. yeah 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 um and so at this point like i the the i think he like he pushes the fucking like hooker right into her the room with or was that another that was another like she killed someone else right um and was it
1: i don't remember i
0: think it was someone else she had brought someone else back like she was out when all this shit was hitting the fan with the the friend right um right and oh uh, yeah right she totally it, was yeah. she had brought like a homeless guy back or something um and he shoves the thing into the the man in the body the body in the wheelchair into his room and and like goes fuck this i'm leaving um he goes out and packs up his truck packs up his guitar and this is where you kind of get that family thing we, between the karaoke and the piano games and him he has a guitar um and he goes he knocks on thomas's door and tells him i'm leaving um and this is where you see Dwight though, like he he doesn't want this life, but he fucking loves his family, right? And yeah. he, he drives away and then he turns around and comes back because he can't just fucking leave his brother there. Um and he comes back and Thomas has just fucking lost it. Like he the 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 body is just like decaying in the, his room. He hasn't eaten it, it seems like. Um and he's just hiding in his blanket. And he's like, I don't want to live like this. And this is where like fucking Dwight breaks down. And this is what I was talking about where he starts crying because he's just like, it's such so... a
1: powerful scene. Yeah. It it, 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 without saying a single word, he shows yeah. in his, uh, acting. Yeah. What, what his character is going through and you yeah. feel it. It yeah. is so well done. And it is, it's, it's heavy. It's so heavy.
0: Yeah. It's, and this is rarely where, like, you could also say this movie is talking about things like, like, assisted suicide, right? Because, like, at this point, the Thomas says he doesn't want to live like this, and there's this fucking heartbreaking scene where fucking Dwight has to pull off the fucking coverings on his window. And you talked about it earlier, but this scene is so powerful because they don't they all they show is Dwight pulling the stuff off, and then they cut the audio, and you just see Dwight, and you're just like,
1: I just imagined the audio was. <laughs> and then
0: god damn, um, god damn it josh no one's farting god damn it um but the scene is so fucking powerful because it's just like josh stop it and uh because he's just it's just a guy who it's again yeah. You talk about i drama-
1: taking so away from your dra- dramatic yeah. yeah love for this movie i'm sorry
0: <laughs> but uh you sit there and like you just cut the music out and you, again it's another instance of you don't see anything and it's just so brutal because of that like jo- i know josh the and i are both
1: the the filmmaker really understands when uh to use it and when not to use it like yeah. the, like i said the first part when the score finally comes in and is used so well and it's such a uh oh it's a powerful score too, gary suspenseful and it's used so well to add to a scene Whereas if anything was used here, it would have taken it away. And yeah. the, the lack of and just pure silence was like terrifying in itself. So, yeah, yeah it, it's 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 really well done.
0: Yeah. And it's just heartbreaking. And then basically Dwight drives off and goes to a lake. And that's the end of the movie. Um, and you go, and Canada- you
1: hear him walking in the
0: sand. God damn it. <laughs> is is (laughs) utah like lake and uh yeah god damn it josh god God damn it god God damn it josh Josh. (laughs) but man i it it's this movie is dark man and it's like it kind of like drags you down but like it's so much it does so well at like telling a story and Mm -hmm. like showing just like with three characters and like couple of extra like characters like the thrift store owners some people at the restaurant and it's just like it but
1: all very intentionally it was almost like uh it it felt like a22 instead of a24 because it was like it was almost trying to be a24 but not at the same time it was it was like doing the indie vibe but like super intentional and Uh, like Napoleon Dynamite, like you brought up, like it it did have that like small town, but also fit it so perfectly because Napoleon Dynamite can't look or feel any other way or it wouldn't work. Yeah. Whereas this, I feel like because it was told so well in this way, shown this way, that's why it all works or all the decisions that were made were made very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's impressive watching a guy who doing his first feature film and with what was probably it. I don't even think this movie had a million dollar budget, right? Like this movie probably was in probably less than a hundred thousand dollars. If we're talking about it, like there's not like special effects or anything. This is just like some like, you know, fake stabby stabby stuff and stuff like that. And like just good sound effects and shit like that. Right. Um, but yeah, man, you
1: say good sound
0: effects i did i did josh i did <laughs> mr fart mr fart but man yeah I'm, I'm excited to see what this guy this director does next because it this same sh- dude it shows a lot of potential um and like i don't know i as i go out from this i might watch this again someday but like i don't want to watch it anytime soon like <laughs> you know we're watching
1: <laughs> scream and that's all that matters i'm yeah. so fucking excited to watch scream dude yeah uh Apparently, the who done it is just so well uh, crafted this time around and stuff, and I love to hear that. Yeah. I don't even want to hear that. I just want to know that. Obviously, it's going to be a who done it because that's what these movies are always so. What you know? That's what these movies are. It's like, oh wait. It's always someone you know, and I love their campaigns they've done for the posters and everything. Yeah. Like the, the cocky one where it's like the killer is on this poster, but it's got every single character from the and, movie on and it. it. And it's got and ghost face on it. this Yeah. Yeah. Ghost face. It's like obviously it's the ghost face is the killer, but you know, it could be one of the people on the poster as well. So yeah. it's cheeky. It's fun. It knows the audience and it knows the power it has. And, uh, yeah, and apparently they've taken that power and uh, used it responsibly. Be,
0: so. be careful too, guys. If you go out and see Scream after you listen to this, just be careful because there are a lot of people who still aren't comfortable going to the theater. There's a lot of people with immune like diseases or immune and compromised immune systems who aren't safe yeah. going to the theater still. Um so just be careful about This talking. is
1: seriously like this is what I this is the the theater. Just boards and boards of zombies, dude.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so be careful and be considerate, please, because this the this screen means a lot to a lot of people. I mean, it means a lot to us. Um, so just be careful with that. But we are going to talk about that next week. Um,
1: I'm going to try and get back row far away from everyone. And <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I'll be happy with.
0: Okay. Well, man. This wasn't as long like you said, but we, we, dude, it doesn't matter because we. Dude, talked, it's uh, like yeah. five
1: minutes short. Yeah. It's seriously five minutes short. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. Okay, man. I'm surprised. Well, I got to go edit this and put it up. So, um, let's just wait, see. just for the road. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. I love you. <laughs> and, God, okay. We're <laughs> murdermoose.com. Uh, leave us a five star review on whatever listening service you listen on. Um, Murder Moose pod on Twitter. Rod underscore Johnston on Twitter, Josh WRB on Twitter, and uh murder like I said. And uh yeah. Come talk to us on Discord, talk to us on Twitter, whatever. So Josh, I love your face. And I can't wait for Scream. And love your face. I'll see you soon.